episode of What More Can I Say, a Skater Boy fan cast. I'm Sopra Coaches. And I'm May. The other night I went to a bar and it was one of those situations where like you go to a, you've been to a couple bars and it's like the last bar you hit in the evening. And so it's obviously the grossest bar because you just care less. Okay. And I, 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 was... I like to start at the gross bar because that's the fun bar. <laughs> Fair. But I uh, took my wallet out of my pocket. And while I was doing that, my last name is in my pocket too. And it just like fell onto the floor. And you know how sticky those floors are. And at that point, so I was like, it's dead it to me. Yeah, I didn't pick it back up. So if you find a sort of dive bar around Long Island, you might find my last name on the floor. But don't touch it because it's sticky. Yeah, it's really sticky. But like, if you want it, go off. Today, we are talking about let go the re-record question mark. Yeah, and some potential drama around it that Sabra found on Reddit. Yes. <laughs> My new favorite place is Reddit. It's toxic as hell and mm-hmm. I love it. Um, yeah, I can't believe it's this podcast is the only thing that could have made you a person who goes on Reddit. It's true. I feel like it's very <laughs> against your whole vibe to be on Reddit. Because my vibe is hot female. Pretty much. I mean, like yeah. you, you were like um Tumblr. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I was on Tumblr. Shut the fuck up. We talked about this. You were just like, we were on a different side. We were like, are you said that I wasn't on Tumblr? And I was like, yes, I was. And you were like, well, we were on different parts. And like, no, That's we true. weren't. But like, <laughs> I don't know. You just like to be pretentious about it because you are <laughs> you have that like, that uh, middle school mentality of like, I'm cool because I like this niche show called Supernatural. If it turns out like. I have never watched Supernatural, first of all. But second of all, I think quite the opposite. I think that like you have told me specifically that some of my interests are are like not sexy enough so i think it may just be the opposite of them <laughs> <laughs> anyway um by the time this episode comes out it'll be like 2 months from now but it's the 20th anniversary of when let go was originally released this is obviously avril's first album we did a whole episode about it in season 1 you can go back and find that um, but they, the, who they, the God released a, uh, <laughs> released a, a remixed or remastered version yes. of the album. I want to be clear. Remastered is the word to go with. This is not I don't like know a remixes. Things. I really wish it were. Actually, now that you say it, I really wish it were. <laughs> Put Black Bear on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Travis Barker is now producing Let Go. Perfect. Um, and so including remastered old tracks and remastered versions of songs that never made it onto albums, um, but had been recorded originally. So we're going to talk about our thoughts. We're going to talk about the, the questions that people have about it. And if we need to fill time, we will talk about myself because that's my favorite topic. Yeah. I mean, literally I went into this episode saying, um, just so we're clear, I know we're talking about the re-released album but you know what else are we talking about what generally and Sabra was like I mean listen we can always talk about my personal life (laughs) which is true um there's nothing really going on in it but I can make stuff up actually there is something going on in it that dude that broke my heart into a million pieces got married yes that's true 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's sort of tangential to your personal life, but yes, it's part of it. Yes, yes. It is It is something that affects my personal life because I decided it affects my personal life, not because yes. it actually yeah, yeah, would yeah, yeah, objectively yeah, affect so my personal life if I chose for it to not. Did you look at wedding pics? Yeah, that's how I found out was because mm. it was on, he posted on Instagram and like a bunch of like three different posts with uh, like a bunch of pictures in each post. Wow! So they yeah. just they just got that email from the photographer with the link to the right. website with the yeah. So I'm assuming it was like a, a Memorial Day wedding, which I was also at a Memorial Day wedding, but it was for my cousin in Madison. <laughs> <laughs> so you were not invited to that one, right? I was not invited to the wedding of the man who broke my heart in two million pieces. Although I was the last person he dated before his wife, so. Well. Well, congrats to them. And I assume the last person he had sex with before his wife. Therefore, the last person who is not his wife that he will probably ever have sex with. Well, why don't you email him and ask? I think you just need some closure on that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to know that I have that power. Yeah, fair enough. In terms of the album, I'm actually going to start with the Reddit questions because I think that that will take us into thoughts about the, al- the album. Because honestly, mostly like it's the same songs and that's fun and they're good and they sound good and like cool. So on the Avril Lavigne Reddit thread, there's two Avril Lavigne threads, one just called Avril Lavigne, one called Avril Lavigne Music. If you want a Reddit thread, go to the music one because the regular Avril Lavigne one is really just old men show uh, posting thirst traps of Avril. So like yeah, there was a post rough. recently where she's in like a shirt that's kind of see-through and you can like almost see her nipple and like people were going ham for that one um but someone did post let go 2022 is definitely re-recorded this is not a simple remaster like they're marketing this album it's really different from the original some will say they just enhanced the songs but most of the songs they completely re-recorded the instruments and made a patchwork of different vocals i first listened to the new tracks and noticed that makeup sounded a little bit more finished i've been uh, listening to the leaked track for decades so i definitely noticed some subtle differences here and there but i thought my brain was playing a trick on me but then you listen to songs like Skater Boy, Mobile, Nobody's Fool, and the differences are really audible. The instrumental is absolutely not the same for most, if not every song. Take a listen to the first 30 seconds of Skater Boy from the original album, then go straight to the 20th anniversary version, which I did, and they are different. <laughs> but not in a way that bothers me. Yeah. In a way where you're like, this is different, but like still fun and still good, and maybe, if anything, slightly more fun and more good, yeah. I dare say. Um, I don't think she re-recorded vocals. Her voice changed a lot from 2002, but I definitely think they pulled back every vocal recording they had from the Let Go sessions and patched a bunch of different takes together. I agree because I listened to Complicated and I listened to Complicated on the original album and I listened to it on this album. And there is, I found one moment where I distinctly was like this, she is doing something different vocally here. Mm -hmm. These are not the Mm -hmm. same take. Yeah, I agree. So... I agree. I, I listened to it and I felt the same way. There's definitely certain moments where you're like, oh, I've listened to the other ones enough that I know this is not the same. Yeah. So then I'm just like, but why? And also like how? And also who, what, where, when? And do we care? That's always our question. Do we care? Definitely no, I say skeptically yeah, I after I just said the word definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what is definite? Yeah. But I don't care. No, I don't really care. I would care if it felt like they had really auto-tuned her voice. Although I do feel like in Complicated, 
it honestly feels less auto-tuned than the original because the low notes it almost feels like in the original like chill out what you yelling for the four sounds like a separate take yeah it sounds like she has trouble getting to that note and i don't think she has trouble getting to that note anymore yes and not in the new one which makes me think that this was just re-recorded vocals and not like a patchwork of the previous stuff because if it was patchwork of the previous stuff why wouldn't you just use that take originally yeah good question I do wonder, I know you said why, and I kind of echo why, because I feel like if they were going to, like, do a lot of work re-recording stuff, then it almost would have been more interesting. In fact, not almost. It would have been more interesting to see her do, like, a Taylor Swift-esque, That's, if I had written mm-hmm. these songs now, how would they sound? I'd be really interested yes. in hearing that. So it's kind of funny to see, like things that haven't changed that much but they've changed enough that you're like well this isn't quite just a remaster right i also had the thought of like is she pulling a taylor swift is she trying to gain ownership over songs that she maybe doesn't have ownership over and she's friends with taylor swift so that's not like completely out of the realm of possibility except that like i don't know that she never had the ownership to the songs in the first place that taylor swift didn't have because that was like a specific scandal that caused all of that and then like I mean, it's not like Avril isn't signed to a label now. Like, if she records this, this is, I assume, this is under Travis Barker's label. I was going to actually know? ask that. I don't know. Oh, no, it says copyright 2022 Arista Records. Oh, so it's the original. Okay, interesting. So then, are they just, <laughs> did they ask her first? Or did they just re- release this for no reason? Well, I mean, she, re- she re-recorded Breakaway. That's not a remastered version in their they're explicit about that yes true okay yeah so she would have just had to work with them so then also i don't know what the legality of that is in terms of she's signed to a net to a label and now is working with this other label on this other project oh yeah i mean she i'm sure it's in her contract she can probably kind of do like it's good for travis barker's label that she's doing this because she's just like getting more publicity for her new album yeah um someone comments on this reddit post and mostly it's way worse perfect example Ooh. of the loudness war compare mobile 2022 or mobile 2002 and mobile 2022 2022 is just masses of bass just like the broad listener likes her voice is almost a background instrument with the bass in front while the original puts her voice first it's inferior for me even if it's nice to hear a new instrumentalization of the songs I did not notice that at all. I specifically was walking down the street today, like, mouthing along very noticeably <laughs> to mobile. <laughs> Good. Um, I probably looked like a crazy person, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. So, I didn't notice that. I do think that there's more instruments going on. Like, in Skater Boy, mm-hmm. the difference in the intro is that in my... I mean, I don't know. I don't have the greatest ears in the world. But I think the difference is that there's an extra track on there. There's an extra layer of instrumental. And that's why it sounds different. Right. But that doesn't mean that it's worse. Here, wait. With that in mind, I'm going to real quick um, listen to the intro. But feel free to continue to talk. I'm just going to see if I can hear a difference. I should have listened to these after reading that Reddit post. Yeah. I didn't go look at the Reddit post, so she's so good. She's so mm-hmm. talented. Like a fine wine. This album has aged like a fine wine. 
I don't know anything about wine, but... Should we release a bonus episode that's just you listening to the albums, but we don't actually play the albums, so it's just you commenting on things without actually saying what you're Why don't I do this? On? Why don't I do this? Why don't I do a Twitch stream where I put my headphones on and listen to this album, and I'm like, you can listen along if you want. Here's the music video, like, here's the YouTube video, and here's the part that I'm at. I'll be like, I'm at, you know, because they have it in one video that's like 42 minutes long or whatever, 48 yeah. minutes. And I'll be like, I'm at like, you know, 3802 right now. We're listening to this track. I could also do it in a <laughs> like Discord a radio server. DJ. Yeah. But then, of course, I would need to tell my Twitch audience about the podcast. And then I would semi-dox myself to the rabble of Twitch. And I don't really want to do that. So maybe we can make a separate Twitch account for this podcast. <laughs> We can't even make this podcast. Why don't you think we're going to make a Twitch for this podcast? That's a great question. So, thoughts? Differences? Yeah, I think they're a little different. I mean, I also think that you could probably, like... I wonder, because I don't know how a remaster works. I don't know if, like, when you're making an album, all of your versions of every track... Because they'll do, like, multiple takes, I imagine, on different things. And I'm also guessing that with this kind of thing they're like well what if we play it this way never mind i like it better this way like Mm -hmm. how much of that audio gets saved how much of it is like left on the cutting room floor and like destroyed because i don't know that like people have the original versions of these things on a hard drive forever with like the tracks separated out so my guess is like so i don't know obviously i don't work in music but I do work in TV, and I know that anytime we export, so I work in development, so we make like sizzle reels that are kind of like what the trailer for a TV show could look like, but using like found footage off YouTube and whatnot. And anytime we export that and like stick it on Vimeo so that somebody else can watch it and give notes on it, like that is now a saved version of that. And that was an export that is saved somewhere. So like, each little version of the project is not going to be saved because you're going to be editing off of the same project file. But anytime you export it, that is now saved forever. And we have 5 million hard drives. And by 5 million, I mean 117 hard drives for the purpose of keeping everything in case we ever need it. So I would imagine it would be something like that. Yeah, I that sounds totally right to me. I wonder though in 2002 you know, when technology was very different, how things were working. So I'm not sure. Like, my main question is, do the people at Arista Records actually have, like, the isolated, every single isolated track from this album? Or do they have to remake everything from Yeah, and if that's the answer, then it makes perfect sense that, you know, a lot of the things would sound different because they simply are. And, like, if not, how much is a mix of some of the older stuff and some of the newer stuff? I mean, like I said, Breakaway was fully re-recorded. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Because I listened to the demo version of Breakaway, and it sounds completely different. Yeah. My thoughts on Breakaway are that it's very jarring to me when she says when the snow would fall down. Because <laughs> Kelly says when the rain would fall down, which makes sense because Kelly is from Texas and there is no snow in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very jarring to me every time. Well, what I love about it. Oh, sorry, you finish first. No, I it was gonna go into a totally different thought. Okay, that yeah, go. What I love about the snow line is it sounds like a joke that we would make on the podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it yeah. sounds like we would have been like, she wrote Breakaway. Well, we got to change it to Snow because she's Canadian. 
Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, so when it actually did that, because you had mentioned to me that it was snow, but I forgot. And then I was listening to the album straight through and she said snow. And I like, if I had been drinking something, I would have done a full spit take. I cracked up. (laughs) Yes, that is what that feels like. My other two thoughts are that it never really felt, I don't know, for some reason, it feels weird to me to have Kelly Clarkson singing it because although she is from a small town that she like did really like want to escape and whatnot by the time she's recording the song it's her second album like she has escaped it and so it feels not correct versus with Avril she wrote it when that was what she wanted was to escape so it it feels more personal to Avril and I prefer that But I also, for some reason, the bridge on this version feels like a totally, it feels like there's almost a split second pause and then you go into the bridge and it feels like a totally different song and it never feels like that in the Kelly Clarkson version. Well, it's interesting because in the demo of the song that she recorded, you know, contemporaneously with Let Go, Mm -hmm. the bridge is completely different. And actually the re-recorded version takes from kelly's version of the song because the tune kelly changed the tune of the bridge and so then avril used that tune when she re-recorded it in a way that i think works way better because it used to be that the bridge was kind of like rehashing the chorus a little bit more than it is now Mm -hmm. Um, but i do agree with you i mean it definitely has like a it's subtle they didn't make it ridiculous but it has much more of a uh, like a rock feel than the kelly version which is very 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 pop girl yeah And I like the rock version. Yeah, I like it better. Like there's a rhythm guitar that's going throughout the whole thing. And for me, because that's the kind of music I prefer, I love that. Yeah. Also, I will say Kelly Clarkson will not do Breakaway anymore. Mm. So uh, a couple of years ago, honestly, it may have been like five years ago at this point. I feel like time is moving very quickly. Many years ago, Kelly Clarkson did a BuzzFeed video where she did a March Madness bracket of her songs. And they put the, like, BuzzFeed producers had put Breakaway and Since You've Been Gone next to each other. And Kelly gets to that section of the bracket and she's like, Breakaway, Since You've Been Gone. She's like, neither. Like, I don't want either of these. Um, and that's like pretty much where she leaves it, but it's very clear that the reason that she doesn't like either of those songs is because they are by or produced by Dr. Luke. So at least in Break in Avril Lavigne's version of Breakaway, Dr. Luke is not a part of it. He is not credited, he is nothing on it, there's no part of it that is by a famously sued abuser yeah yeah, not that there is no abuser on the song we don't know I want to say no (laughs) but who knows men are bad um so I think that I would prefer moving forward to only listen to this version of Breakaway if that was a song that I was one day like oh you know what I want to listen to right now Mm -hmm. um because at least it's not Kelly doesn't want us to listen to Breakaway we don't want to give Dr. Luke money this is like a clean version and not yeah. clean as in no swear words, but clean as in on my no conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I also just think it's really good. And also I love the bridge and like, I can totally see where you're coming from about it. Not sounding like the same song, but yeah. I think it sounds like a really good song, whatever it is. <laughs> 
So, and it was just nice to hear, like, I don't know, Avril's voice is so good. And it was nice to hear it on something I'm so familiar with, but that isn't her own song. It was just cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is her own song, just not one that we're used to being her recording. Yeah. Especially because the demo of it, her voice sounds completely different because with a demo, obviously, like you're saying with like a sizzle reel or something like that, you know, it's not a finished product. You're not putting a hundred percent into it. And she sounds like such a young child. Mm -hmm. Like I know that she sounds like a kid on all of her stuff where she was a kid, which makes sense. Yes. But this one, she sounds like a kid in community theater. Like there's a quality to her (laughs) voice that sounds almost like when you hear a little boy with a beautiful voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's something about it because she's not really like putting the power behind her voice that we now kind of expect. She sounds like a child, like she's playing Annie or Oliver or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's really funny. Yeah, a lot of these songs and this, I mean, it goes for this version and the old version. Like, I get where the conspiracy theory is coming from saying that she sounds totally different because nowadays, if I hear an Avril song, even if I don't know it, like, I don't super listen to Best Damn Things. There's a couple of songs on there where, like, I don't really know them. And so sometimes they'll come up on my Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, and uh, I can tell it's Avril because I can tell it's her voice, but I don't know the song and they'll click and be like, oh, it is Avril and it's the song. And I, I don't think I would feel that with Let Go. Ver- uh, in On the flip side, though, I would recognize Let Go even if I didn't recognize the song because the music would sound like Avril even if the voice didn't. Um, so I get where the conspiracy theory was like, she sounds totally different now. But it's also like people age, so yeah. I don't know how voices work. Yeah, I mean, my singing voice does not sound the way it did when I was a kid because I have a completely different speaking voice, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, there's another Reddit post. This one's from the Avril Lavigne music thread. It says, so what do y'all think about the new mixing on the Let Go re-release? I think I prefer the original. I'm glad we got some fully produced B-sides, though. It is, however, a shame that quite a lot of them were left off headset. I don't know what this person was trying to say. Quite a lot of them were left off headset, let go, etc. Oh, was there a song called Let Go? Oh, that's interesting. I don't like that because I like when albums do not share a song or do not share a name with the song. I much prefer that. What I don't like is the new version of Why. I much prefer it as an acoustic song. So here's where I don't, I didn't know the song before this and I like it, but I also feel like it sounds like something that would be in Princess Diaries, which Breakaway was in Princess Diaries or Princess Diaries 2, maybe. Um, but why feels like it's supposed to be in a movie for 10-year-old girls. Yes. And in a good way, in a way where you're like, I'm still going to watch this movie as a 25-year-old because I still watch Princess Diaries. Yeah. It still stands up. It's very good. Um, but that's what it feels like. That's really funny. So there was a song called Let Go. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to give it two seconds of a listen because the, the demo is out there. That doesn't sound like Avril at all. A lot of hey, yeah, oh, oh is in the beginning. These are weird lyrics. This is not, not for me. I think it's good, but like there's parts of it that are good, but the lyrics are very strange. She's literally like, I'm walking around and I walk past a dirty man on the street and then I go up to my fancy hotel. I'm living in a fancy hotel. That's the lines (laughs) verbatim. That's so good. Well, you know, when she was like in that interview, she went from living with her parents to living on a tour bus with no rules. Maybe that's what it's about. Although, wouldn't this have been before that? So that's a great question. 
sometimes don't artists get famous and then they release like the full album like that's where we get a lot of like eps yeah like what they got famous off of but then the album comes later but i mean she got famous off of the songs on this album but maybe i mean we don't know though you know like i didn't know lizzo before a couple of years ago but she had been i mean good as hell was written a very long time ago had an entire music video that they remade when she got like actually famous but none of that was like new she wasn't new so i'm just saying maybe avril was like locally famous or something right i mean that was all just the my one thing with that that makes a pretty big difference is that avril was a child for all of this so like how much longer ago could it have possibly happened no for sure for sure the Comment on this says, I wish there were more B-sides too, but it's better than nothing. I actually liked the new Y a lot more than the original. Sounds a lot more like the rest of Let Go. Get over it. It's literally perfect, they said in all caps. Which, okay, sir, only we are allowed to have definitive opinions. No one else. That's so true. I, my main thing is since reading these comments, I had the thought of like, I actually wish instead of remastering the whole album, they just gave us a B-side. If that was what we got. Like, just a full B-side. Yeah, that had all of the songs, including Let Go, which, apologies if Let Go is your favorite song in the world. That was my gut reaction to those two lines. I'll give it a listen later. I'm sure I'll love it. (laughs) That's, I don't necessarily think we needed a remastered version of these songs that we've heard a million times. Because if anything, it's just a little bit jarring that they're ever so slightly different. Yeah. But... (laughs) having this like new breakaway that I can listen to guilt-free and having songs that I hadn't heard before like that is a lot more exciting to me and I wish that that's what this was I totally agree with you and I think that like I said before if she was going to re-record stuff that it would have been a full Taylor Swift-esque like this is how I would do them now because we have let go nobody took it away (laughs) we didn't need a second let go yeah that's what we that's why we have love sucks that's basically a second let go yeah so true that's a hot take that i'm gonna take back in like five minutes but for now it's yes you are but i will say there's a line (laughs) in the song let go about lying in your bed and feeling like everything sucks it's not a quote but it is funny and there's a what song in let go no the song let go oh the song let go oh interesting Mm-hmm. Um, someone else commented, I don't like the new mix. It's just louder. That's all. Better for the radio, but worse to hear. All right. I don't know that I <laughs> That seems like a that. wrong opinion, but okay. Well, right. And I also think that they would need to be pretty significantly different for me to feel that way. Like, they're really not that different. And when I hear remastered, I think that the tracks are going to be cleaner. You know what I mean? Like, to mm-hmm. me, that's part of it. I, and again, nobody took the original Let Go away from you. <laughs> If you prefer it, then you should listen to that. I highly support you. But if you if a remaster is going to happen, they're probably going to clean it up. It's like when they remaster a film, you know, it's going to look more visually appealing. And maybe you don't like that as much. But that's what a remaster is, to my understanding. Yeah. Which then again is just like, okay, well, we didn't need a remaster. We just needed a B-side. Yeah, but I want to disagree with this specific person. Sure. And also, I because I, I think like... I get confused. So Carly Rae Jepsen, I will say famously, although if you don't care about Carly Rae Jepsen, this is not famous to you, famously releases B-sides of albums. She did it with Emotion first and Mm -hmm. then with Dedicated, but I think that because of the success of the Emotion B-sides, 
the dedicated b-sides came out like super quickly after the original dedicated album right. came out like it did not feel like oh we happen to have these other songs like let's just it just felt like an entirely different album and she was just like let's just make a second album and capitalize off of the first album totally. and i still like it and i don't care and like i'm so fine with it but at least this would have felt like a legitimate like look, we've been hiding these songs from you. <laughs> We're forcing you to listen to crappier versions of these songs for 20 years. Here is our gift to you, good versions of the songs. <laughs> Oh my and God. that would have felt relevant. <laughs> um, um, someone else commented, the new Skater Boy makes me wonder how little control 17-year-old Avril had on that song because the record, because the record wanted it to be a kick-ass single. And then someone responded, I remember her saying in an interview last year that she wanted to record to, she wanted the record to sound more like a band. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I think that my guess would be that teenage Avril was probably saying things exactly like, I want this to sound like a band because she didn't have the expertise, the vocabulary, you know, the mm -hmm. level of power in the room that it would take to like make, not only make decisions, but also be able to articulate what it is that you want exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want this to sound like a band tells me some things, but it's not, it doesn't tell me like what musically you're exactly looking for because to me, sounding like a band might mean something different from someone else hearing that. But also, like, yes, and I don't think the record probably cared at all what she wanted yeah. as a child. Like, I'm sure they were like, that's nice and all, but we're we're the ones who have been doing this for a long time, and we're the ones who know. Because, like, I get that way sometimes with reality TV. Um, people will be like, I want a show where this happens. And I'm like, that would never sell. And even if it did sell, you, like, it wouldn't actually be good. You don't, like, know what is actually working to make reality TV interesting. So you're just like, oh, you saw a Tumblr post and that made you think of something, oh, I want this kind of show, but it wouldn't actually work and it wouldn't actually be entertaining and it might be offensive. Yeah, um, I completely agree with that. So I can see that with this, if maybe The Matrix was like, that's nice, young child, sit down <laughs> while the big boys work, which is not necessarily correct or nice, but I can see that that would happen. Yeah, I also know that, I mean, from what she has said, The Matrix gave her a little bit more control than other groups because she tried writing songs with other yes. people and things were not working out. And so I do think, yeah. again, like not to completely take away any of Avril's autonomy, I do think that she did have autonomy on this and that she was actively involved in the songwriting process. I wonder, and this is something we've talked about before, <clears throat> I know because I just re-listened to the episode where we talked about it, <laughs> true fan alert, but I true have True fan some... of the podcast, not of Avril Lavigne. Well, true fan of both. I'm, I'm, I have all of these things just in my brain at my disposal. Avril facts, uh -huh. podcast facts. Let's go. Uh, facts let about go, me. One might say. What'd you say? I said facts about me. Yeah. Oh my God. So many facts about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but having done some songwriting myself, I had no involvement in the instrumental process because I don't play an instrument and it's just not what mm -hmm. I do, but I'll do lyrics and melody, no problem. And I wonder, does Avril do any of the instrumentation? And if no, then all of the remastered stuff was other people's stuff. So like, yes. just something to note. Yeah, I think she plays guitar yeah right? i mean she plays guitar in a lot of her music videos yeah and i just i don't think maybe sometimes on stage for, uh, but 
Yeah, no, definitely on stage. But it's it's yeah. just like I don't think it's central to at least to my knowledge. I don't think that like writing guitar is a lot of what she does in in the yeah. studio. I just watched the music video for uh wait which was the one Love It When You Hate Me Oh my God Yeah Hey that's a music video <laughs> That is a music video that was made by a 12 year old girl who was on Tumblr 10 years ago and by that I mean she was 12 10 years ago Yes on Tumblr and that is the music video that she made it's for just that song Fascinating It's you know what I think listener you should go watch. The music video for Love It When You Hate Me mm-hmm. and report back with notes and then we can all talk about it together. <laughs> How about that? To our eight listeners. Yeah. Actually, there's like 15 of them. So. Damn, that's so many. Um, oh my God, we're like famous. If we have more listeners than I have siblings, then I feel successful. <laughs> Unless all of our listeners are just your siblings. I don't know that more than one of my siblings even knows the name of our podcast so i don't think my sibling knows the name of our podcast yeah i none of my siblings listen to it i can tell you it's not any of them the only time that one of my siblings will listen to any part of the podcast is if i specifically send it to them yeah i get that but it still makes me sad (laughs) but at least that means that none of our listeners are related to me that feels pretty good on the bright side of like only having a couple of listeners, we don't know who any of them are, which is exciting because yes. it means that someone out there is like, yeah, these are people I want to listen to for no reason other than I like their content. Yeah. Um, Cause they don't even have like, it's not a visual thing. It's not like they're stalking me unless they are, in which yeah, case they might be. that's a sign of fame too. And I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, remastered let go i think the main thought was just give us the b-sides yeah just give us the b-sides and give us all the b-sides like come yeah. on now don't unless back. unless avril was like you know what let go is a bad song and i don't want it anymore fair you enough know? fair enough i think that that's possible although uh, we don't know i kind of sound like my therapist now <laughs> <laughs> that phrasing i was like that's what my therapist would say yeah at any given yeah moment. i think honestly this podcast has has shades of that shades of therapy yeah i mean we've both been to therapy we've both talked about that but sometimes yes. when we're discussing something we'll be like well it's impossible to know for sure and so we shouldn't dwell on it <laughs> <laughs> it's time to start <laughs> reframing the way we think sabra and may unlicensed therapists <laughs> absolutely not absolutely i not. said Do unlicensed not. yeah it's true just don't take any of our advice i mean i think that's <laughs> obvious we don't seem yeah. like we're doing particularly well you know what i mean like if you're taking think... advice from this podcast <laughs> besides be the advice to forgive your younger self because you were dumb and that's a child. true that's actually true you know what do take that advice because we're right about that one we are we are and that's the end of it i think avril would agree i don't know what avril would agree with because i don't know anything about her i don't know anything about her i will say something that okay first of all like her interviews are a little bit strange i don't really have a i'm not going to clarify what i mean by that they're just a little strange but one thing she does a lot is hype other women, and I appreciate that. Alrighty, gang, this is gonna be an extra short episode because I have no internet. Disappear. Um, and 
Yes. I cannot see May currently. There is a black screen oh no, where you're her gone. face used to be. Oh no. This has been another episode of What More Can I Say, a Skater Boy fan cast. Can I make it any more obvious?